Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? It's the man with the plan, Bird McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to. You need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Thank you for tuning in to another live episode. We are recording here on Twitter on uh, Spaces. If uh, this is your first time tuning in or listening, we do these weekly. We try to have a new guest speaker each week, um, and we try to learn more about who they are as a person, their artwork, and whatever projects they um, are working on right now. And basically, we've been working on a theme lately of sharing projects that have been taking advantage of the NFT and Web3 space and blockchain. And today's artist is a great example of that. And uh, before we get into it, I just want everyone to know if you're tuning in and you're listening, we had this scheduled for last week but we had to reschedule because we had a, a conflict as far as our time and everything and we did save the PO app that we were going to give out last week so if you're listening all you have to do at the end of this episode is send me a DM sharing information of what you learned from our guest speaker and their project and uh, you can qualify to get a link to claim your PO app for today so before we get into any more of that stuff guest speaker please introduce yourself tell us your name who you are, what you do, where you're from, and uh, what you're working on right now. Okay, hello everyone. <clears throat> My name is Jessica Wildchild. I am an artist. I've always been an artist since day one. And NFTs has basically just given me the freedom to be a full-time artist, uh, to travel the world and make art every day. So yeah, I'm a huge advocate. I think it is pretty damn sweet. Um, the past year, what's changed my life and how I've kind of broken into the Web3 community has been through painting Board Ape Yacht Club, which is the number one NFT collection. And yes, I think I'll go into a bit about that. But then I also do my own work. So my kind of I am the project effectively. So it's uh, and so are all of you. It's uh, Jessica Wildchild. So the Wildchild is all about um, who is your inner child who needs to express themselves and dance and be colorful and um let go of the constraints of society and yeah that's me i love the fact that you have wild child in your name i think like that's like a, a whole that's something you could really build not only like a brand and a following off of but like just i feel like that's a great example of just hearing that name and saying that it gives a good example of what your work is before you even get to see it like when i first saw your name and i saw the little uh you had a different um pfp at the time and it was like with you and your art and then once you get there you see your banner you see and everything is just put together so like it's just perfect and i love the colors i love everything that you do with your artwork and before i even found out you were doing stuff with apes i found out some of your your just your own original stuff that was just floating around twitter which caught my attention and then i saw you started using um and making your own versions of the um board ape yacht club stuff which i really intrigued me because i didn't understand how you were doing it so i was like yo how how is it that other artists can do this themselves and and take advantage or or collab with other artists in the web3 space and not come up with uh or come across any issues or conflicts with people as far as like oh you're using my work or you're taking this like so can you talk a little bit about that of what inspired you to start making your style of artwork and then we'll move into the whole uh, jessica's painted ape club and get more information about that 
Yeah, sure, of course. Um, that was a long time ago, my old um, profile picture, wasn't it? That's crazy. Um, so, wait, sorry, what was the... Um, what, how did I get into my style of work, are you asking? Yeah, like, what What was your first, like, inspiration to get you to be like, you know what, I want to draw, I want to paint, and what made you start making your version of your artwork? Like, what really inspired, inspires your style? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I've always been an artist, like, always, 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 since day one, like, it's always, I've always known that's what I want to do. Um, I do think that is like a reincarnation thing. You know, it's obviously been building to like this point. But um, always been an artist, always loved drawing. It was like, yeah, just as I say, it was like the one thing in my life where when I do it, I'm like, right, this is what I'm here to do, sick. Um, I've always, in terms of, I guess, like my kind of overarching themes, it's always been an exploration of uh, consciousness and the human mind. Um, and I think I've worked through a lot of struggles with mental health and psychedelics has been something that's really helped me in that and yoga and a lot of spiritual, I've had a lot of spiritual experiences um, growing up as well, like I had sleep paralysis and, you know, like being out of my body and experiencing uh, like demons and, you know, so all that sort of stuff uh, led me to depicting abstracting the human body rather because i just want to show that you know reality is not real even though you know i might be like touching my hand right now actually it's not touching because the atoms are so i'm gonna i don't i'm bro sciencing it but you know that like atoms are so small and if you view something it's not i'm very tired I, I can't really get across what i'm trying to say but you know what i mean reality is not real and you shouldn't really take anything too seriously and you know our whole point of being here is just to you know be a better person raise a vibration and be more colorful you know like you're in london and you go around everyone's just in black you know and so i think being more self-expressive and uh just more of a vibrant person that's kind of what i want to encourage and i think we've all got a little inner child that you know children don't care if someone's watching them dance but then you get to a certain age where, you know, like my dad's like, I can't dance, I can't dance. And it's like, you can, you just got to like let go. But going back to the art, um, it kind of ties into, I'm very inspired by abstract expressionism, which is um, the art movement that Jackson Pollock is very famous for. Um, not that necessarily, it, the way in which they painted in this movement was you don't care about the outcome, you just do it and whatever you make, it's going to be perfect. And I think that is just, it's, such a um a metaphor for life and it's just so true you know you'd be drawing something like in my own work and you know you might do a bit of splash of yellow and it's like, oh i shouldn't have done that but it's like no, no no like go with it and then you put layers on top and actually that bit makes it better and more of a successful piece because you've got to leave the you know the journey is as important as the de- destination and you've got to keep in your mistakes because it's all just you know it's all part of like the same thing so so yeah that's that's what um my practice is concerned with it's basically just abstracting uh human i like humans i like painting like humans and little creatures because you know obviously i am human i'm not really like a still life kind of person but at the moment um i'm working on my collection which i i could wait and drop like 50 but i think i'm actually i've got a few stored up now so i'm just going to start releasing them and that will be basically just the wild child um not album what you call it the wild child collection 
and it's just different wild childs and um, I'm working in 2D so I work on Procreate and I'm doing animations like very um, like subtle little animations you know like and then I'm also working VR I got the Oculus um, earlier this year and you know what it's just the most fun it's so good um, but every 2D creation I make will also come with a 3D asset and there's no uh, there's no well one I think it's such a cliche yeah to be like there's no roadmap but um what's it called there's no like utility other than it is art you know like what you don't overcomplicate it like it's just art it's um yeah I really like the fact that you mentioned how you basically took your own experience with from things that you experienced in life and and just in general as far as like you mentioned you know dealing with certain things and i'm a big advocate also for psychedelics i think there's more positives Mm -hmm. in that than anything and i like how you basically took that and created something for people to one either get an experience or better understanding of what you experience or basically just to share like if anyone else can relate because that's kind of like the vibe that you get from it like you can make your own assumptions when you're looking at someone's art and everything like that but a thing that i really like and enjoy is uh when you see when you can tell from the way that people consistently keep creating and you can see that all of them like there's a style to it but there's also somewhat of like a story in a way because if if you follow an artist long enough and you keep seeing them create and create and create over time you see them evolve and you see you see certain things start getting added into their art that you didn't notice before maybe you know it's a thicker stroke of the brush or the colors are just a little bit more vibrant or darker or you know i mean like but it changes over time and it's whether sometimes people use the season sometimes people use you know just different things that happen with them but then sometimes they use their feelings their emotions and what they're going through and you can tell because it's very expressive you know especially with the colors and everything that you use it's very expressive it's very like you know it gets your attention very quickly but then it makes you pay more attention to all the other details in the art as well which really makes it stand out and which i really like so it's like you have this really funky cool piece but at the same time if you really take your time and look at it there's more to it and it becomes more personal to a person which i really enjoy and i like um but other than that i really like how you're exploring with like vr and all this stuff like what was before you you transition to to doing digital art and everything what was your first like step into that what was your first experience with doing digital art like what was your first was it like on a ipad thing or did you jump right onto a computer and start doing that like what was your first experience with digital stuff to be like you know what i want to take my art and i want to start making digital versions of it or was it at the same time that you know the whole nft wave came um i had a wacom tablet um I think in, I don't know, it must have been like GCSEs, which is when you're about, uh, say, 14, 15. And so I started making uh, digital art on that. But you know what, actually, it probably predates that. It goes back to, I was using, you know, paint, you know, where you, you have the little pixel. So I think actually I, I kind of have always, always um, experimented with it. But I think 
Yeah, the Wacom tablet, the iPad Pro was a game changer. That really, that like Procreate, Procreate is just the best thing. I only found out that you could animate um, like this year. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, I've been I've been doing it for like quite a while. But the VR, um, I've just um, my partner David, he's got one, and he's been using it for. And he kept saying, to me, you know, you need to like try the VR because you'd really like it. He's been saying it for months. And then I had to go on his one and I was like, whoa, this is like next level. Because it's like bring your paintings to life. Because obviously, um, and can I just say that like, everything you just said about my work was so like really, really lovely and like touching. Thank you so much. But um, basically, yeah, it's like obviously my work is everything's alive. You know, like everything is like living and breathing. And I try and emphasize that in my work, you know, as you said, the little little things everywhere and with this you can literally be inside your artwork um it's it's crazy you know what's interesting as well because making something in 3d and it actually improves your 2d work so say if you're doing a face you're like oh okay that's the plane of like the cheek and it's this is more of a different shape and it kind of works both ways so how, but that that's the, so you, you're using, when you experienced the VR, was it just looking at someone else's or did you jump straight into actually creating in VR? Because I have a daughter who's very, she's been showing like all sides of her, like creative side. She's been drawing stuff. She's been painting. Oh. And I've been trying to like, just keep like giving her as much motivation and confidence in that area because she, she really likes it. And I see that yeah. it, it keeps her focused and like, instead of her like she ever since she started doing that i don't know if they correlate she's on high honor roll now in school she's always doing like all her work on time and everything she's more focused and then as soon as she's done with her work she goes straight into looking at like uh she knows how to use her tablet in ways that i didn't even know was possible she knows how to like yeah. uh save color uh like color patterns or all this and then she can go into i got her uh procreate she uses that and then she starts like making all these weird funky things and then she started showing me how she knows how to animate like these little like frame by frame like so yeah yeah, yeah. it's just crazy so she goes from that to then doing actual drawings and she does like the little flip book animations that she loves doing she likes painting Aww. and the number one thing that she's been bugging me for but i i never really looked at it as something you can use to create art is an oculus so you mentioning that is like something that i really want to know more about because like i didn't even know that was that was a thing i thought you had to have like specific like stuff in a computer and everything i didn't know that oculus was was something that i thought it was just for games i didn't think it was something that you can use like to create art and everything like that like i've seen certain like programs that do it online digitally and you can like spray paint and things like that but i didn't know it was something you can do with that so like um with that whole thing like are you looking to just create artwork as far as things that are related to your physical work or are you looking to create like a totally different project and idea with that um i think probably it all comes under the same umbrella of the wild childs because i think it it can get a bit uh confusing to have too many different things going on i mean at the moment all i'm doing is uh, say if I draw a wild child on Procreate, I'll then recreate. I'm trying to find it so I can uh, pin it for you because I've, I've shown like what I've made and it's like spinning around. Yeah, here we go. 
And as well, for anyone who's listening right now, whether you're listening to this pre-recording or listening live, for any more information and to check out all of Jessica's work, we have shared some of the links up top um, from her Instagram to her TikTok to also her OpenSea. And uh, she also just pinned uh, her artwork that she's talking about right now that you can check out up above. And if you're listening to this also live, you can check the links in the description for all her social media profiles as well to check out her work. Um, so, no, sorry, just wanted to say that real quick but uh back to what you were saying um uh yeah yeah so hey uh, did i pin it you should be able to should be able to see yeah yeah, yeah you so, can yeah I, i'm pin- looking at it right now that's actually really yeah. cool thank you you know what i'm so happy with it it's like one of those things where you know it was a real like breakthrough because i've never made anything like that and it's it's finding it and so like david uses the vr and like what he makes is crazy good but it's so different you know it's like because i kind of am approaching it from a more i've obviously got a traditional art background you know i went to university i did um painting school like i've like done, done a lot of painting basically like i guess like i'm a painter first and foremost really so it's kind of using like the painterly brush strokes and stuff to make an object and um yeah oh it's just so much fun like it's so much fun but yeah so i think i'll make a little 3d girl to or, or girl or boy or whatever to go with um whatever 2d thing i make but then also say um one of the pieces i'm working on at the moment i don't think i've shared it um it's called deranged rainbow um I'll, you know what i'll, I'll post it it's a shame i can't share something like directly on there but um basically it's like a little uh this little like creature and it's got a mushroom in its hand but what i'm gonna do i'll have a diamond like spinning on its on its head so i've made a mushroom and i've made a diamond on the vr and i'm gonna put that in as a little moving uh image on top of the animation as well so it's like a bit of like back and forth which is quite fun i really like that the the style i don't even know what that's called but it reminds me of like um there was a game like that that was for like nintendo like paper mario or whatever it was almost like 2d 3d ish but it has that type of feel to it and i really like that i like that when you spin it you can kind of see like the layers on it but it's not really flat but it's still three i don't know how to explain it it just looks really cool because you get to see it 3d ish but two-dimensional in a way that when it rotates but it shows your layers of work at the same time but it's just cool it's a funky style like i don't know it looks like it could be a video game character thing like it, it's cool like you know it'd be dope like if you can have a bunch of different versions of those in the sense of people having those as their avatar type of thing like that's what it, it gives the vibe off of i like that and i really like the colors and the feel like it's still kind of dark but it's still like really attention grabbing by the colors you're using at the same time yeah glad to hear it glad to hear it you know what it's funny i actually had a pfp project that was literally ready to go and then the bear market happened so um that's why you should say like pfp because i do have something in the bag but i think it's just it's not the right time <laughs> i see but it's good though you, you goes to show that you actually have like 
a lot of things planned for what you want to do you know a lot of people just stop at one thing and they're like oh you know it's like you said like you know all this stuff happened with the market a lot of people gave up on trying different things and they walked away where you're in the sense of like nope like i'm in this like i'm gonna keep creating new stuff and make different ways to take advantage of what's going on because you know it's gonna pick up again it's just the thing yeah of, absolutely it's just the thing of people being patient and this i feel like this is a good thing that it's happening because it actually pushes out the people who are really temporary and who are only looking to gain financially instead of actually supporting and actually believing in what can be done with the 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 uh, blockchain technology and nfts and what they can really do it just really gives people the opportunity to learn whether it's from experience or whether from seeing other projects you know go in and out and everything like that but when it's independent artists such as yourself that's really sticking in it and even when things are going bad like you said it's not that that project's dead you just got it in the bag right now it's not the time but still you pivoted and you put your attention and effort into something else but you still kept at it which is really good yeah absolutely you know what it has like hasn't it just been like a mad ride the last you know this is my first bear market so i came in um, last November, that's when I went to my first. I got into crypto, like, and I went down the rabbit hole, like October maybe. Um, but yeah, I was the one telling their granny to buy in. Like my whole family, I was like, it's good, it's gonna go parabolic. It's this thing that happened, you know. And obviously, it's all come down. But like, I literally put like half my, like, like half of everything I owned went into crypto. And obviously, it's gone down by so much. But it's like. You knew that was going to happen. You know it's volatile. You know it's going to come up. If you believe in technology, and technology is the only thing that's, you know, it, it just keeps going, um, you know, just have a bit of conviction. It's fine. Like, it it will come back round, and, you know, everyone, all the fun and stuff. And it's like, but that is what happens in the bear market, like, chill. You know, I think it's a real lesson in uh, non-attachment, you know, Um but yeah, it has it has been pretty crazy. But I just see every, everything's an opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Something, anything, any challenge that ever comes up in your life is an opportunity. And you know, this is a really good one because you know what a great time the NFT community man is just like best in the whole world. And it you know really 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 has changed my life. So you know, and everyone's still here. Everyone you know who's still building. You know, the people that actually mean business aren't going anywhere so you know stick it and you know we'll ride it all up on the next cycle i agree i i really agree i think that this really shows um you know the the people who are really understanding of what's going on you know if if it's like you said if you believe in a technology and and what can happen with it and it's true if if you just think further ahead in the future instead of just worrying about right now you can see that within time it the whole crypto thing whether it's the crypto that we're using now or it's new forms of it or whatever it's gonna be a thing it's just mm. from the success of it whether it goes up it goes down it goes to show that there are enough people willing to use it believe in it and invest in it one way or another that it's something that can replace what they're doing with paper money because if when you think about it now like everyone says you know you're not into digital currency and all this stuff like that 
but we're using it in a way when we're not taking out our, our cash or nothing and we're just sending digital stuff you know from one bank account to another to a friend through an app and it's technically the same thing it's just con you know what i mean it's, it's just the whole thing of convincing people into just shifting over to using a different software a different system it's no different than social media apps when people were into my myspace they they went over to facebook then they went from facebook now they're just using using instagram now it's like little by little everything's going from instagram to like tiktok and then you know everything is jumping around and people are hesitant at first and i say it a lot of times it's no different than like the debit card before no one's like oh, i'll never use a debit card or a credit card now it's yeah. literally all people use and then from that it started getting to the whole scan your phone thing and everyone's like i'll never use apple pay now it's like a good majority that's all they have so it's like little yeah. by little everyone is hesitant at it at first because it seems gimmicky it seems like oh it's too good to be true and it, it you lose control being that they can't have the physical version of it they feel like they're giving up a sense of control and privacy because they're giving someone access to something that's not even really there but when you start really recognizing that it's two ways to it and you can actually have more control and it's more transparent as to where you can see what's going on and what's where there's there's more advantages of it as long as it's being used in the right way so i think that there's a really big bright future for cryptocurrency and for the advantages it's going to give to independent artists independent creators business owners which is like why i love when artists such as yourself that are really creative are taking advantage of it and are doing it which is what i wanted to ask you next is about your jessica's painted ape club how did you go about moving from just drawing stuff and doing digital stuff and playing around with digital software to thinking about using the blockchain technology as far as creating nfts like what was your first introduction to nfts and what made you what gave you the idea like you know what i could do this too mm, um so my first introduction to nfts it, it the term had popped up twice in my life from the principal of my mum's school, but my mum and dad work in, in school. So he mentioned, he was like, oh, just think about NFTs. And then um, my dad's nerdy friend, um, he sat down with me and made a MetaMask, which is obviously the biggest barrier to entry. If he hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here. I owe him everything. Um, he's amazing. Um, so yeah, so he kind of set me up. He told me about this in February of last year or the February before last sorry um so I knew where it was but I didn't like get into it and then uh, I think time went on then Covid happened and I started looking into it more but really what I looked into first was crypto um and I'm one of those people that if I find out about something I find it really stimulating I get very obsessed so I was I was living on my own because you know it was Covid and um I was like quarantined and so I was like like bored out my mind as well but basically went down the crypto rabbit hole and i was like ah okay so nfts i could actually sell my art i could just sell my art and get up and make art that i really love and sell it i don't need a gallery i don't need anything else and obviously it's just like whoa and it's really sad because um you know i i know like so with my friends that i went to uni with or you know just like artists that i meet that don't quite like get it like you know the power that nfts has to give them but i think it is just it's, it's so difficult to get into it if you don't have someone that really helps you but um but yeah so i, I kind of knew about nfts i had an interest and then i went to um 
uh, an, an NFT event in the UK. Uh, I think it was the NFT UK, it was just like at a pub. Um, and I was like, okay, that was interesting, that's cool. And then I went to NFT Soho um, in November and uh, I met David Gersh, who is another artist. Um, and we basically like started hanging out. Um, he was full time into crypto and we just started making art together. And I uh, basically, I had a job lined up in the Middle East with my mum and dad that I'd orchestrated. I'd basically, it was over COVID. I was like, right. I'll come, I'll be your artist and resident. So I'm going to do this, 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 this. I'm going to improve the school, it's going to be amazing. Um, and so they gave me this role. And the whole time I started getting into crypto, because I was in, in the UK, I was thinking, I can't go to this job. Like, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. And you know, there's just this real sense of urgency because every minute you have in a day is precious. And it's like, at that time I was working a part-time job as well. And I was like, <laughs> on my... Um, it's not a report card because it's my job, but on my appraisal or whatever, um, they mentioned that I was on my laptop all the time because I was literally like minting that really like rubbish NFTs that aren't around anymore. But um, I was just so obsessed and I was like, this really does have to take all my time. Like, you know, if I went to this job, it would be a waste of my like artistic like talent. You know what I mean? Because it's like, I'd be just putting up presentations for children and like being far asked around. you know like working with people is amazing but sometimes working with people is really really not because you're on you're doing what's do you know what i mean like imagine just working I, I in get school. you i get you yeah like, like you know and they were already messing me around by saying oh could you do this or change that and i'm just like oh my god like i cannot be working for someone else like this is not what i'm meant to be doing and um you know I, everything all the art I was making with David was going so well. We'd put out this collection called Trippy Tunes. Um, I'll share it. We did this like promo video, which is like mega cheese when you look back at it, but it's like, it's really sweet as well. I'll show you a Trippy Tunes. So we did like, so also I suppose that ties in because I was doing a painting. So we painted these canvases each. And then um, this is when we sold our, uh, our pendant to the thing. Oh, wait, oh, so wrong person. Whoops, one set, one set. Um, yeah, so we did these paintings and then made an NFT of them. And then it was like, right, you can sell sell the physical, where you buy the NFT and you get the physical. So that kind of like started it, you know, obviously like digital. And then um, I basically turned down this job in Bahrain. And it was one of, I mean, I mean like, I was only 24 at the time. And I've always been a huge, like, um, oh, I listen, I want to make my mum and dad happy. And it was the one time in my life up to that point where I'd done something for myself. Everyone was so pissed off with me and mum was like, you're ruining like my reputation and after everything I've done for you. My mum's so nice, by the way, like what she's saying is totally fair because it was like really embarrassing for her. But I had to tell my mum no. And it's like, that was like this huge thing. And since doing that and following my heart, it really has just, life has just rewarded me so much and I'm just such an advocate you know you've got to just do you like you know what you want to do don't let anyone get in the way of it just you know be brave because that was the things I stayed and it was like too you know I also got COVID that was part of it as well I got COVID so it kind of extended the time in which I could break it to my mum and dad that I wasn't coming but um which is so funny it's like COVID literally was the best thing that ever happened to me but um 
a few days after staying, I was like lying in bed and I was like, shit, shit, man. Like, how am I going to make money? And it was a bit of panic. And David said to me, David's Jewish, yeah. And so he was like, you've got to have chuspah. And it's like, it basically just means that you've got to have like, you know, have some guts, go have the get up and go. And I was feeling a bit like, weep. But then the next morning I got up and I was just like, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, you know, that day, I think, my um, friend John came over. It's called Swolf Chan. He's a, like extremely talented artist and he's got an ape. And he was like, why don't you paint my ape? And I was like, okay. And he was like, I'm sure someone else would want to do one because he'd kind of, he'd started making artwork of apes for apes and he got into it. So he knew those, you know, because obviously the apes are such a, you know, what, like a valuable asset that's changed the collector's life. So, you know, they're the, the, the sort of group that would want something physical. And so I did John's and then uh, his friend wanted one. And then so I did one for him. I did it like very cheaply and I did a few more and then I started putting the price up. And then, yeah, like, and I've done 54, 50, actually, no, that's like, I've done 56 apes, but I've done maybe like 60 painted NFTs overall, because I've done A World of Woman, I've done Pablo's Lol, love Pablo's Lol, they're amazing. Um, I've done some other ones. I did a board, board doge yacht club. Um, I don't know if, uh, what happened to their project, but, and I've done like some other little bits and bobs. But yeah, like, it's just been amazing. It's been like, you know, I'm so grateful to all my collectors and everyone that, you know, oh, it's just it, people buying, it is just the dream. Do you know what I mean? People buying your art. But, um, but yeah, that's basically how Jessica's Painted Ape Club has started. I, really, I know that's very long-winded. <laughs> that, no, that's great. I love everything and how like the, the story just went in from one thing to another because I felt the same way when NFTs came mm. along. At first, I looked at it like, oh, this is a cool thing to own. Then the more and more time went by, it it became like, what in the world? Like I, when I started understanding the, the possibilities of it and changing like the blockchain and everything and to really mm. get it out there to get people to understand a lot of people, they can watch as many videos as they want. They can do like it doesn't matter how much you read about something unless you actually get into it and start and buy like your first nft or set up your metamask or like you know any of those things like that you're never really gonna get a good idea of it no one can ever really yeah, yeah. explain it well enough for you to understand that's why it's like you know, the first time i got into it i got into it because gary vaynerchuk gifted me an nft and i was like oh it's cool no I, yeah so i i opened a while just like at first i didn't understand he goes what's your wallet address so i sent them my coinbase wallet address like an idiot because i didn't understand that there was like another way to save something i didn't i didn't get the yeah. whole thing until like and then he literally on i still have the dm which is like just crazy he took the time himself sent me videos and stuff it was giving me step by step like to how to set up my metamask so that he can send me something and mind you he sent the first thing that he was going to send me to the wrong uh wallet address and he couldn't get <laughs> it back so then he was like all right i'm gonna send you something else and he sent it to me 
Then when I saw that and I saw that you can see it's from his wallet and see what else he's used. And then at the same time, like if I started seeing that the project that he gave me, they started adding things and adding utility and things. So it's like, yo, this is actually pretty cool. But it wasn't until I actually had one that I started understanding it. And when I started to understand it, I got so addicted to it. I'm like, yo, I got to get into this project and that. And it's just like you said, I got into so many freaking projects that I was literally staying up to the crack of ass. I'm like, all right, they're going to drop and I got a mint and I got this and I got and then now they're like nowhere to be found they're all gone they're they're not around anymore I'm like what the hell did I do like but that's the thing that's the only way you're gonna learn is by making those mistakes you know what I mean and now you don't need to to look up or google an account or be on Twitter 24-7 because you already know the red flags for the, the the projects that aren't really serious you already know what to look for you already know what's like you know important in a project whether you're gonna invest it to flip or whether you're gonna invest it because you believe in the artist and the brand or whatever so it's like you learn but don't again like you wouldn't have learned what you know today or be as good at what you're doing today if you didn't make up those if you didn't make those mistakes and you bringing up how you took your your artwork and you started making physical stuff and i, I had this idea for the mother of my kids she's always painting she's real creative and so i was trying to introduce her to the web3 stuff but she's not really into social media and all that but i'm trying to tell like look you can make it where you have your physical painting and then just make a digital version of it so people can own either both or you can you can sell them together or sell them separate or you sell them together and have them sell it separate or like you just come up with your own line and she has so many paintings that are just stacked up that she's been doing over the years that literally she just collects and every now and then people will see it and they'll offer money but she just gives it to them for free so then i'm like yo, you, you should take a lot of these and just make them into nfts and just put them up i was like you already have the physical storage for it now you can have it digitally so if anything was to ever happen to the the physical you have the digital version of it and you know like but i didn't like you say it like that and it sounds simple but i didn't understand the mechanics behind it so when I started seeing you doing it, but at the same time doing it for another project where you made the physical version of another and if that's what really got to me, I'm like, I, not a lot of people would do that because it's not like you made like this crappy version of it. You made a really dope. You have so many different dope versions of apes and all these other projects that are oh, just they're really amazing. And the thing is, it's like you actually put an effort to it like it's your own thing, like it's your and it goes to show like, you know, that that's the, the thing that's tough is that when people start using other people's artwork or anything close to it. They start getting hit with copyright strikes or start getting hit with cease and desist and start getting with all these crazy things because they're so protective of their brand and how it looks. But yet when you do your stuff, it's like you'd be crazy not to want one of your versions of their work because it's really fucking amazing. It looks great. And in my head, I'm like, the fact that she's doing this and also integrating NFTs and she has like a goal, like it, not only is it a dope thing to have, like to show off, but at the same time, you're supporting a good project or a good idea to help you get to where you want to get. And it's not like you're asking for a simple handout. You're actually giving something that's worth value. You know what I mean? I believe that that's just something that you can't get anywhere else. No one's going to be able to duplicate your style of work on top of the 
the actual work from another project like the board eight yacht club so what how did that go about as far as you wanting to use that to get into it like is it just something is there a, a, a more personal reason that you have like this thing of wanting to get into the club or is it just because it's the most popular one that you know of or like what's the whole thing of wanting to be that club why not like a, a project trying to get into someone else's club or one of the other nft projects um Wait, sorry, can you rephrase that last sentence, please? So, like, why you wanted to... The reason of the Jessica's Painted Ape Club is so that you can find mm. your way and work your way into the Board Ape Yacht Club, correct? That is the goal, yeah, long term. So, what made you pick the Board Ape Yacht Club? Is it, like, do you really like monkeys? Or is there, like, something else? Is that the first project that you ever heard of? Or, like, why, why the Board Ape Yacht Club out of all projects? But you know what? I actually do really like monkeys. Like, I do think they're really amazing. And like, they're so close to humans. But um, it's not like, it's not super deep. I just think it's just the strongest community. You know, the, and they are, you know, they're the best NFT um, collection for a reason. They're just sick, you know? I like, I like the vibe. And I think just at this stage, I just, the, the painting to 100 was, a couple i might have done a, a few before i came to that conclusion but um i think you know i just i owe a lot to them really like they have changed my life so like they're close to my heart for that reason um you know when i did john's i didn't really know a lot about it but um but yeah like i think yeah just at this stage just peace and love to all the apes man you know giving me my dream life I love that. I love that. See that like when you get introduced to a project like that where you just do something just because and then you slowly start learning about it and then you get more of a connection, like a more personal connection to that thing. Like I really like that, especially when you mention like the community and everything that they're doing. I think that's a big thing. I, I don't think there's any when it comes to social media. It's been a very, very, very long time. Like it wasn't until the era of like aim and using like screen names and all that stuff and in chat that i felt up until now when the web 3 and nft community came along that you actually felt like you had this little community like where you can actually mm. talk to people and it didn't feel like bs or nothing like that like because all these other social media platforms like except for twitter I feel like Twitter's just like a more active version of the NFT space in the sense of like you're talking to each other. It's right then and there. You can share stuff. It's the same thing you could do on Instagram and Facebook. But I feel like those those applications or social media sites aren't really as personal. I don't know if that makes any no, sense. No, no. You know what I mean? So it's like when you get into like Discord or you start following an artist and you have someone such as yourself that has a great following on Twitter and then you feel like, all right, this person's really talented. I, I was surprised you even answered my DM. So it's like when you're able to do things like that, it goes to show like the reach you can have on a more active platform that's like really now and like right on the time like it's it's live it's right now it's not like you saw something and they posted it two or three days ago or something like that everything that you see is just like right then in the moment you can go back and look at the feed but it's just great that you can have that real one-on-one -on -one interaction with someone if you wanted to compared to all these other social media sites and i really like the fact that how nft communities are just real supportive they're real like 
all right, you know, if you're doing something, I got you. Or if you don't know, I'll share it with you. Like, there's no really hate or anything like that. You know, sometimes you come across like the fake people that are, are in such rooms that just want to cause drama and stuff. But it's very rare that you come across an entire community that's like that. So it's just really, I think it's just something that's good. I like the fact that you're taking advantage of it. I like that you're combining your artwork with... um you know, that type of, of uh, mindset in the sense of looking at the possibilities that the NFT and blockchain and, and Web3 space is going to offer. I like how you focus more on the people behind the communities instead of just like, oh, the project is just worth this much. Like, I like all those things that you share. It goes to tell a lot about yourself as a person, as an artist, as a person who's creating a project and a brand. Like, I love all that. Um, before we get out of here and we do anything else, we've been on here for 42 minutes um no I, way. yeah it You're doesn't fi it doesn't feel like oh, it right like <laughs> yeah it doesn't feel like it i'm telling you it goes by people think it's like oh it's gonna be hard and it's not it's crazy man but um oh <laughs> before we get out of here do anything else what is something you would like to share as advice towards any other creators that are looking to step into the web3 space or maybe just create their first painting or first drawing or artwork but they're hesitant what's some advice that you can give to another inspiring artist who's listening to you right now Ooh, there's like so much i could say on like artistic technique um one thing in terms of that if you're feeling you just got to let go. I know it's very cliche, but you just got to really get in the zone and put some music on. Like I listen to, you know, like Frederick Chief Peppers or something. You know, I don't know if you know the song. You know, Yumi Zuma. She's amazing. Just like I think she's great. But yeah, you just get into a state of non-thinking. And if you're not thinking, you're just doing. And if you just start, so say like I'm doing something like as we're talking and. I'm looking at it going, oh, I don't know where this is going to go. But if I start with the outline, by the time you've done the outline, you're going to want to do something else. Then you're going to want to do, it's literally just beginning is the difficulty. So just create something else uh, that's really good with art is using a projector or a stencil. So obviously if you're making digital art, um, it's like, you know, like sketching over an image and using that outline that is a real game changer um because then you can kind of get as abstract as you want but you have the um you know the original image like tying it all together so that's one thing i think in terms of getting into web3 get someone to help you make your life easy just get a metamask set up understand the payment um and i think as long as you just explore all the different platforms as well you know because i mean you know there's tezos there's i want to get on super rare um i'd like i'm trying to manifest that i am manifesting that that will just you know like why not but then manifold i think is really good just explore different platforms see where your art fits always stay inspired as well so in the mornings um for the past few weeks when i get up i'm having breakfast i'll just go on pinterest go on instagram just because if you're um you know whatever beautiful thing is going to come out of your mind it, only better stuff is going to come with seeing keeping yourself stimulated with like other people's stuff as well so if i'm doing a painting i'll have a picture of whatever it's of i'll have pictures that might not even be related by like the color you know um actually you know this happens in the sims 3 if you've ever played the sims 3 if you put 
a sim outside they'll paint stuff to do with the outside you just you're absorbing things all the time so you just got to program your subconscious with the right things so yeah stay stay in such and stick at it you know like you know we've all not everyone is a beginner at one point like i definitely have not got like that many like twitter followers compared to other people um, and obviously like engagement and actual connections with people is more important than having a shit ton of followers but i had one to start with you know and like when i got ten thousand, i was like that's pretty cool you know you got to start from zero but if you stick it you will succeed at whatever you put energy into um so i know you kind of maybe just wanted like one thing but um no, i just like rad no that's <laughs> great i love it like i said there's no such thing as sharing too much or talking too much this is all about you and whatever you feel comfortable anyone who's going to listen to this is going to look for you and anyone who's going to listen to this is going to look to learn more about someone such as yourself and how they can do things. So that's the whole point. There's never so there's never a such thing as sharing too much information. I love how you mentioned the programs and everything like that that you use, which is a big thing as well. Um, for anyone who's listening to this recording, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening to a pre-recording, all the links to all Jessica's uh, social media platforms and um, I mean her profiles as well as her um, uh, pages where you can find her artwork are listed in the description of this recording as well as if you look up above if you're uh, listening to this on twitter spaces we have uh pasted i mean we have shared some quoted tweets with the links up as well if not you can just click on her name which is up above the name of this twitter space as well and you can go to her profile and check the links in her uh bio um before we get out of here and close this what is the next thing that you're doing what's jessica's next project what's your next move what's your next plan your idea what is it that you would like to do moving forward um just keep adding to this collection that um i'm making the wild child collection uh so uh, i've shared it with you i think i've got got those ones it's basically it's it's just committing to that you know because um you know board Ape york club has given me the freedom now that i can focus on my art because you know i love the apes so much so grateful but i'm not the ape girl you know it's like i'm jessica wild child and so i think i've i'm focusing on myself more and like putting my art out there you know because that's what i am like first and foremost um so yeah just focusing on myself really and yeah just continuing to make you know high vibe art um that people enjoy and you know it's also that thing as well is i know all the things that i stand for yeah so you know like my core values and what i want to get across and you know like my kind of like keywords all that um sort of like uh i don't know what you say like structural stuff or whatever but it's i was like how can i get across all this stuff to my audience you know my like you know my mindset stuff and spirituality and creativity and um you know how do you get that across without sitting down and making a video being like my name is jess and this is uh, 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 you know it's obviously that's like so obvious so it's it's just letting it speak through the art you know and that and seeing where that goes because you know you sit down to make something and then the universe makes you make something else that you've got no idea so when you sit down and you create for the sheer joy of just creating something that is when your life changed like that has to be your priority and you do that first thing in the morning that's my tip 
But um, but yeah, Jessica Wildchild. So I'll be dropping them. Probably I'm exploring manifold at the moment and getting to grips with like actually like, how that works. Like not just you like trying to develop my kind of blockchain knowledge a bit more as well. But um, I'll be dropping it the first few maybe next week, and I'm just going to keep going to keep adding to that for the foreseeable future. I love that. So everybody, make sure you keep an eye out on that. Be sure to go and follow her. Show her some love on all her social media platforms on TikTok, on Instagram, on Twitter. Go check out her open um her work on OpenSea. And just make sure you, like I said, keep an eye out for her work. She has a lot of things coming up. You can see all the little previews that she gave in the links and descriptions up above. I'm really looking forward to see what you do with some VR work, especially with your style. I know it'll be something really creative and out of this world. And definitely looking forward to that um and thank you thank you so much for giving your time for stopping by for sharing what you're working on and telling us more about you and who you are i really appreciate it no oh my god like so much love to you man this has been so like really really lifted my mood you know so i'm very 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 grateful thank you so much for being such a wonderful host and you know all your kind words they really do um do keep me going so thank you so much please please keep up the amazing work that you're doing you have many fans i know i'm not the only one and uh it's just appreciated is it's, it's goes to show that you know you're showing from everything you said to the work that you're doing and the consistency that you have by putting out so many different pieces of art you're showing that people can do something that you can make something despite whatever situation you're in despite what the market is there's something that you can do if you take the time to really like you said just don't think so much just put yourself out there and just put in the time and actually try and you know i i really believe in that i believe there's a lot of things we could do especially with people who are dealing with stress anxiety depression if you look at creating and taking your time to just compile your thoughts and put it to paper whether you're writing in words whether you're drawing something whether you're just you know using colors i strongly believe that art in any form in any way is a really great way to express your feelings and i feel expressing your feelings is a is very important especially with the way things are now um you know we, we all need to just support independent artists it's everyone that's trying to share a message whether it's a personal one or whether it's just something that's just a, a good mood or whatever but it's it's created for a reason we want to people who are artists and creators make work for a reason it's not because we want to take it and lock it away and hide it from the world we're trying to share something with people and i believe everybody should give everyone a chance and just check out what they're doing you know and like i said your work really caught my attention your consistency that i kept seeing you show up whether it was on i have like i have two accounts my personal and my my uh, podcast account and i see people from different all over just sharing your stuff and i was like i really want to get her on i really want to look at how she does this you know sometimes people create work such as yourself once and then you don't hear from them again but you just kept going and you have so much stuff like you said you're not i'm not gonna lie i thought all it was was the apes and when i really started looking into your stuff i saw you have a lot of other really nice work that people need to just see and it's i i love the fact that you said that you don't want to be looked at as the painted ape girl you know and i i love yeah, that yeah, i yeah. love that you have a lot more to offer and that you're showing that and that you're planning for the future and that um i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to everything and i'm really i didn't forget about that little pfp idea thing so i'm gonna be waiting for the right time because i definitely want one of those <laughs> <laughs> amazing but well, yeah of course you can have one 
but thank you so much again i appreciate everyone thank you for tuning in and showing love be sure if you just tuned in real quick yes hello Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I thought I was. I thought I was recording. I didn't have the mic on. <laughs> Everybody, real quick. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. If you just got in here, don't worry. You can still get today's Po app. All you have to do is send me a DM either to my personal account or the Clocking Out Podcast account and share a little bit of what you learned from our guest speaker today, whether about anything of the program she's used as a creator or anything about her projects and her artwork. Share something that you learned today in a DM. And you could get a link to claim today's poll app commemorating our spaces and our guest speaker. Uh, we do these once a week or we try to do them once a week. And we have a new guest speaker and a new poll app to commemorate each live space. Um, and if you're listening to this recording, we try to give other people a little chance too. you have until our next live spaces to be able to claim a poll app. All you have to do again is send in a DM and share what you learned from our um, our guest speaker jessica today and you could get a link so thank you guys again for tuning in for listening live for showing love i really appreciate it thank you jessica for your time i truly appreciate you stopping by and uh see you guys in the next one take care have a nice day stay safe bye everyone